Hello, Feeding fans around the world. We're recording this on Sunday, March 6th. I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your host, Andrew. Welcome to your not-quite-weekly hit of the foot fix. Tyler, what are you drinking? All right, Andrew. Uh, a re-entry for me. This is from Monkless Brewery, which is the Belgian pub here in Bend, Oregon. And I'm drinking their Peppercorn Imperial Wit which is a Belgian style wheat beer that has been brewed with spices. Uh, how about yourself, nice. Andrew? So I just got back from watching the AEW pay-per-view revolution with some friends. And while watching that, I had some Vesper martinis, some maker, for, maker 46s on the rocks, some Moscow mules, and it's about one o'clock on the East Coast right now. So I am drinking, for the first time ever on the FootFix podcast, I am drinking water. Wow. Good for you, Andrew. Um, sounds like quite the event. I have no idea what AEW means, but I'm assuming it's wrestling. It, it is wrestling. So I there's a few people who listen, I know, that do watch. So they probably all also watch the pay-per-view. But yeah, definitely wrestling. Definitely a good time. So oh. it's been a it's been a while. I've been in the land of Messi and Dabala for the last couple of weeks, and I just got back. And well, let's start there, Andrew. Not was... a lot has happened in foot. I was following kind of, but it seemed like some random ass boring promos that happened while I was gone. Yeah, anything I mean, really to talk about there? Yeah, you missed the. I mean, the tail end of. Uh, second week of FUT Future Stars. Then we went into the road to the final. Uh, There's some, some new cards that came out for that uh, to be expected, of course. Then we started FUT Birthday. Oh, wait, I skipped over the Silvers week. How could I forget? Um, yeah, you know, basically, if you were interested in, in upgrading your Silver team for probably the use of this week only, uh, we had a full week of promos on that. Uh, and yeah, that's that's kind of what you missed. I know you came back, but but birthday has started. That's a promo that that everyone has liked. But before we talk any more about the promos, did you see Lionel Messi? Did you meet Paolo Dybala? How was Argentina? Give us a little tidbit, uh, maybe a, a high and a low of the trip. What should we know? Uh, Argentina is amazing. I did not see any famous footballers. We spent almost all of our time in Mendoza. So that is where now I'm forgetting their full name, but Cruz, um, Tyler might have to edit this, but he probably won't because he doesn't care. Um, I will look it up, but th there's a good, there's a good um, S SRF team that plays in Mendoza. Um, Godoy Cruz, that's their name. Godoy Cruz plays in the heart of Mendoza. We didn't get a chance to watch them. We tried actually they weren't at home while I was there. But that's the only team that's kind of around. So no Messi, no Dybala, no, nothing like that. Uh, Mendoza's beautiful. We drank a lot of wine, ate a lot of steak, ate a lot of empanadas. You know, did a lot of fun. Also went to the other side of this, the country and went to see Iguazua Falls, which if you ever get a chance to do that in your life, I would recommend everybody putting that on their bucket list because it's pretty beautiful. So pretty awesome trip. Uh, glad to be gone. Glad to be away from FIFA. I think taking a break from FIFA was nice as well. I would actually recommend everyone take a break from FIFA, even if you aren't going on a trip. Uh, just not playing this game is, you know, for certain periods of time is not the worst thing you can do. 
Yeah, uh, I echo that for, for different reasons. I actually took a bit of a break as well. Uh, I went down to Berkeley for a couple of weeks down in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, I was down there for kind of a mix of work and pleasure of visiting some friends. And the house where we were staying at just didn't have very good Wi-Fi, even though I brought my PS5. Uh, the gameplay was just like atrocious on it. And so I did not spend much time playing. So I kind of skipped the, the end of Future Stars, skipped pretty much the entire week of the road to the final and came home. And I was basically intending to skip all of the, the silver weeks as I was like, eh, this just doesn't really appeal to me. I think it's cool and it's different. And, you know, I, I don't think we always like have to have like bigger and better cards. And I thought they put out some objectives that made it worthwhile for people's time that want to go play with these cards to get into it. And I was originally going to skip the whole thing. And then I just started looking. It's like they kept adding like new players every single day that you could unlock in the silver lounge. And it got to the point where I was like, man, there's so many great cards in there. I feel like on my second account, like I've never even used the silvers. It was like, I'm going to go and like build this awesome team with all these cards on my second account. And now after like three days of playing uh, in the silver lounge, my second account silver team is like drastically better than <laughs> my main account silver team, which I've been playing with for, you know, 20 plus weeks. And that was kind of cool. It was kind of fun. And it was like super chill. And it was like, after those two weeks off, like, the silver lounge was like the perfect thing to kind of like ease yourself back into because it's just ridiculous. Like the, the players are so bad and then the goalkeepers are so bad that like, you know, shots from 45 yards can go in, but shots from three yards you'll miss. Like, it's just, it feels totally crazy and it's just laughable and it's fun. And that felt like a cool thing to like ease myself back into a little bit uh, late last week. And then, you know, foot birthday came and I don't know why I decided to shift gears, but I went back to the main account and I actually like played weekend league this weekend, which huge, huge regret for me. Like after taking all that time off. Let, let, let's stop there. So before we get into weekend league, because I also want to talk about that. I want to talk about silver stars a bit or okay. the silver promo, because I'm interested to kind of hear your thoughts. I came home for the last couple of days of that and i'm torn so on one hand i i like the idea of being able to build up a squad and like kind of just like have a different squad this is your silver squad very relatively easy to obtain objectives i actually just trying to do icon swaps with a full silver team of germans was able to get three or four silver stars through that alone, which was very cool. But I'm not going to be able to use this team again. Like that to me, that that's where I like got hung up was that's cool. This is an interesting week. There are interesting rewards based on it, but doing any SBCs, for example, all the SBCs were like, 25 to 40k maybe a little, like i think pogba maybe was even more expensive than that or kdb was more expensive than that one of those premier league players I, like when, like there's no ongoing use of those players so to me that was the like i love the concept i love the idea of not having to like grind out with your maximum squad at all times but I just kind of personally got hung up on the fact of like, 
when am I going to use these outside of this one to two week period? Yeah, I, I think the my thought is I'm sure they'll bring back another silver requirement probably for Icon Swaps 3. And, you know, we may get another week like this where they do like a, like a, just imagine they basically rip and repeat the same thing eight weeks from now and they throw it in there and it's like, all right, hey, cool. We've got more 74 rated cards, but this time instead of being like hidden 84 to 88 rated players, they're like 90 to 92 rated players. And so you get even slightly better silver players. And I don't know, like I could see that happening. Uh, is it worth going and doing all these SBCs to get those players? Like definitely not. Like I think these free players are probably good enough uh, for anyone to just use for the rest of the year if you, if you got any of them. But on my main account, I didn't even bother doing any of it. And I, 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 like, certainly if it's going to be in squad battles, like you don't need good cards to get things done in squad battles. Uh, so I don't know. I, it isn't that cool, but I still like it as it's different than kind of just the normal, like, hey, this is a Paxel promo. Um, I appreciate that. It's like, yeah. hey, we're, we're putting objectives out there that are giving you free packs. If you want to partake, go for it. If you want some even more OP cards that are going to cost you some of your fodder, like, here you go. Like, I think they did a reasonably good job of kind of like balancing the offering. Uh, so I don't know. All in all, I'm but, kind of happy with it. I just, you know, it's, it's not, it's not amazing. Yeah. And you're right. There's no, there's no known thing in the future that you're going to need it for, but I won't be surprised if they repeat. Yeah. I kind of agree with everything you just said. I think to me, just the problem is, I mean, I'm just looking at the ones I have not completed right now, and they're all the silver lounge objectives. And to me, it's just like, why would I go on this online super sweaty mode? Everyone, I think, in our Discord has reported and on Twitter just how miserable that mode was because there was a limited number of games you could play and things like that. And just why would I subject myself to something like that when... Like there's no kind of guarantee EA is ever going to remember this again. So I don't know. I just, and you, you said you played weekend league this weekend. I did too um, for a little bit. We'll get into that. Um, the one thing on the silvers I want to touch on though, I didn't see a single team, not one single fucking team using an all silvers team. And that seemed to be what EA was trying to push people to by saying like, you know, get this extra pick player pick from using silvers i i 20 games zero zero fucking teams playing with all silvers so clearly ea missed the mark on trying to incentivize people to do that yeah i i think the reality of it is it's really hard like the even well with, yeah sure that's even with the yeah. juice of silvers like they're they're not really on the same plane as where the power curve is. And so I think if you're going into weekend league with an intent to try to win with these, these silver cards, you either take two approaches. Like one, you're an elite player, like in elite division, and you're very, very good. And you're okay if you only get maybe 11 wins this weekend instead of your normal 14, 15 plus that you might normally expect to get. I think that's one route that's probably reasonable to expect like the top tier, like the top 3% of FIFA players, I think probably fit into that category. Or I think you, you really try to sweat it out where like you try to get whatever you can through playoffs, 
then you probably start weekend league and you give away like the first five or six games and just like tank your elo and then try from there to where you're trying to match up against more favorable matches i heard a few people that were able to to scrape some wins kind of taking that approach uh but for me i I was just like just to get a week 23 team of the week extra card like week 23 team of the week wasn't that good and so i was just like if it had been this current week and it's like an extra roll of the dice at mbappe like that might have been slightly more tempting uh but honestly like playing with my main squad in weekend league like i just feel like i'm not good enough at this game for for me to actually try it and and put that additional suffering on myself so i did not even try with my silver team i only saw one silver team and it was in game number 20 uh and uh that was by that point i had my silver team in as well and so we were silver versus silver and my opponent scored first and I just quit. I was like, yeah, I, sure. would, I would rather be done than play another 12 minutes and sweat this out. Yep. I, I did not realize it was a team of the week 23, which is maybe the biggest reason why this, but there is one card. Lewandowski is the only card over hundred K in this squad. And he's 115 K on Xbox right now. And then there's like a 92 Harry Kane. That's only expensive because of the rating I'm sure. And Obama Yang and yeah, this is a horrible squad to have a guaranteed rating on. At least with Mbappe in the squad, you could maybe like coerce in, in Dembele to Usman Dembele. Maybe you could coerce people into like trying to do it. But yeah, that's that makes some sense. I hadn't thought about that. All right. So Silver Stars, fair to say, like we both think is like interesting concept, like the idea, maybe didn't. Maybe not a home run in execution by EA, but at least something different that we like. Um, and then yeah. maybe it's time to move on to foot birthday. Yeah, yeah, let's just do it. I mean, by now everyone knows all the cards that are in silvers. We're well into foot birthday. Uh, got, I, I, well, Andrew, I'm sure you've taken a look at the team. What are your initial thoughts just on the overall squad for what I assume is week one? I haven't seen officially that they've referred to it as week one, but. I'm almost certain we'll get a week two this coming Friday, but, but what do you think of this first team? I think that I love the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo was not given to the leakers. That's the one thing I came back and was told. I saw all the stupid leaks while I was on airplanes and stuff traveling of like, what's going to be in foot birthday and Ronaldo Five-star, five-star Ronaldo was absolutely not there. And I've seen some leaker, like the big leaking accounts, trying to backtrack on it, saying they kind of, trying to pretend like they knew. They didn't fucking know. EA swerved them here. And I love it. I That, to, to me, of everything else, that's, I mean, it's an amazing card, right? Like, you remember Mbappe, was it last year, two years, two years ago, I think, who had a five-star, five-star foot birthday card that was his best version? Yep. To me, this is that. And so that's awesome. And then I think there's like three or four other cards in there that are also like truly elite cards that maybe will, you know, sustain past team of the season. And yeah. that's kind of all you can hope for. You know, it's, and I'm talking about Suarez, Cruz, Alon, and maybe Odegaard. He's very expensive right now. He might not stay that expensive, but that's in this team who they are. I mean, some of these cards are uh, Alon is one of both of our personal favorites that we've used in years past. And this card is fucking juiced. Definitely. I, I think it's the best card he's ever had. 
So that looks fun. All, you know, all the other cards are good too. Um, so to me, that's what I'm focused on. Looks pretty good. You know, the cheaper cards kind of look like shit, but that's kind of to be expected. Yeah. What, what do you think about Foot Birthday? Yeah, I really agree with you. I would love to get Luis Suarez at some point. Like he's just has, I can't remember if it was FIFA 18, but he had like a, I don't know if it was a La Liga League SBC thing or card or if it was a player of the month, but I had some card of his that was an SBC relatively early in a cycle. And it was just like club legend played probably 500 plus games for me. I just absolutely loved him. This card looks cracked, probably better than that old version that I'm remembering. Uh, he wouldn't even really fit into my squad right now, but he's so good that I would probably try to, to add him in and, and work around it. I also think it's really cool. Like Tony Cruz is like always that player that people are like, oh, he's so good in real life and they never make a good version for, for FIFA. And this one is looks insane. And I mean, a 700K Tony Cruz card, I honestly don't remember if I've ever seen that in any foot ever. And this is one of, this is probably like the FIFA where overall pricing is like the most watered down that it's ever been. So that card is juiced to the max, which is super cool. Uh, five star, five star CR7, I think is also very, very, uh, I mean, he'd be incredible in game last year. And I think it was during the summer stars or whatever their summer promo was last year, they released that five star, five star uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. And that is probably actually the best FIFA card I've ever used in any foot history. It was just, it came so late in the game that I probably used him for like 15 games, like maximum, but he was just good at everything. He's unbelievable. Uh, and then the other one, the SBC player, the Mikatarian, I think he looks super oh, yeah. fun. Like he's like relatively cheap, like around 200K. Uh, Serie A squads, I think, have kind of always this year kind of gotten kind of like the tall uh, turns like a truck striker but like kind of getting like a shifty nimble cam has kind of been like the thing that's been really lacking for a lot of, a lot of those Syria teams and Mkhitaryan, I mean, 200 K is a steep price for cards in that league, but for the quality of card that you're getting, like, I think he's outstanding. And, uh, you know, I mentioned my second account, my second account happens to be pretty heavily Syria because I got the hero Di Natale and like a guaranteed hero pack early on with that squad. And so I just kind of stuck with it. And so I actually have done this SBC, but not yet used him. So uh, I'm kind of excited to try him out. And, uh, you know, that will be something else fun that came out of this promo for me. That's awesome. I, in fact, saw him a fuck ton this weekend league. I bet I saw him in six to eight matches out of my 20 this weekend league. Mkhitaryan seems to be in everyone's squad, which it, on one hand, you'd be like, no one's playing Serie A players. How did that happen? On the other hand, it's, oh, it's because everyone you're facing has four to six icons in their squad because they all have done, they just keep spamming prime icons and mid icon packs until they get the players they want. So yeah. that I am confident that's how that happened every time. But yeah, that I agree with you. Mkhitaryan also looks awesome. Seems every opponent I have seems to be playing pretty well with him. So he's another good option. And, you know, kind of hopeful that both the next squad and kind of the SPCs and objective players we get for the rest of the promo will be very good because there's certainly potential. I love those skills and weak foot. 
upgrades on these guys. Yeah, and one other card I'd love to maybe try at some point. He seems way too expensive right now. But the Nuno Mendez left back card or left wing back is yeah. he's like 400k on PS on PlayStation right now, which seems outrageous to me. But I used his gold card for a really long time early on in the cycle, and he was absolutely fantastic to where like Ferlin Mindy type of quality to where I honestly think this card will be insane and incredible. And so if there's ever, you know, any kind of like, or, you know, we have this whole swaps program going on with Foot Birthday as well, which we haven't, we haven't talked about yet, but, and I have literally, I mean, I don't even know what it's going to be the options. I haven't looked at, at the leaks or, or anything. So it's like, I don't even know what the SBCs are, are totally going to be. I'm going to edit that out because we do know what the, the content is going to be. Um, okay. I'm going to edit out. Fuck it. Leave yeah. it in. No. Leave it in. We do know what the content is going to be. And it's somewhat basically the exact same as always. Some underwhelming players. I don't even remember who they are. Don't care. Honestly, I don't care because they are not worth your time. So it's just the packs and things like that are worth your time. And there's a special pack that I am not bothering to look up, but the best pack is something like an 87 times 87 plus times six pack or 86 plus times seven pack or something like that. That's the one I think I'm gunning for. I think the player pick is an interesting option, but like the last couple of rounds on this, it just requires so many damn tokens that, Yes, I would love to be guaranteed a Ronaldo or a Suarez or a Cruz, but it doesn't guarantee you that, right? So if this was a 90-plus guaranteed player pick, or even, I don't know, whatever the appropriate rating is to guarantee you that you would get at least one of, like, the top five guys. So, like, say it's Nuno, Mendez, Cruz, Alon, Suarez, or Ronaldo, you're guaranteed to get one of those guys, then I do it. I think it's worth it. But if you're not guaranteed that and there's a possibility you get i don't know some selection of Terea, di lorenzo bibu deku and guerrero or something love it. that's yeah there's just that's terrifying yeah there's a lot of l's but that's kind of what i'm actually thinking like i always just take the fodder packs like you know last year this year every time we do swaps all i do is take fodder packs i'm sure that's the right move because you one give yourself a chance or give yourself a chance to pack something great from just the opening, but then you're also just building fodder for like later for like a known thing that mm-hmm. you're going for. Like it hundred percent makes sense. That's what everyone should do. I think for science, uh, if I could get the number of tokens, I think it was 22 out of 25 to get the player pick something around there. I'm going to try to do it. Uh, that being said, some of the tokens may be hard to come by. I, I'm sure we're going to have to like buy one, or two packs in the store to make it happen. I'm sure at some point I'll have to start buying cards to actually complete some of the SBCs because the chem requirement has been pretty high on some of these. I could also see myself just being too lazy to do all that. So there is certainly a chance I won't be able to get to to 22. But if I do, I'm making a commitment now to save them to do the player pick. Okay, that's interesting. I'm going to, I'll think about it. I think I am actually leaning towards if I get enough to do this, to do the, not the player pick, but the player pack, which I realize is a much bigger gamble, but it's also much 
like less cost. So kind of, you can kind of diversify. So you can do the thing where you can get the massive player pack, like the, whatever the guaranteed rating numbers is pack, and then also get one of these cards guaranteed. So that's where I'm leaning. If I can do it and get enough, get enough of the tokens to do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm very interested and excited for, for your player pick here because there has certainly been tons of home runs in these player picks, you know, in years past yeah, or I mean, in sure. weeks past, not years yeah. past. Uh, yeah. Even the, the last round of tokens, I remember, I think I was watching uh, Nick run the foot market. He did like a, a YouTube did, video yeah. where Some... he showed maybe like 10 different uh, followers where he opened their player picks and they were juiced. Like there was definitely one or two that got totally screwed and got total duds. But a lot of people got fit. Like I saw Bellingham, I think three times out of 10. It was like, holy shit. Like this is incredible. Yeah. So uh, we'll I think see. it was a little both. I think, I, I think his pack luck might've been a little different. Like I, I, I watched the video you're talking about too. And I think it started off like home runs and then like the last three to five or so were all duds. And it's like, oh, if you had spaced those out more, maybe it'd feel like a little different. So, yeah. but either way, I totally get it. Like, and we're also, last year we talked about this a lot where the squads we're at, we're now basically just swinging for the fences. Like getting some type of, I don't know, let's just look at the birthday squad. What's getting someone like... Jack Relish does not improve our squads. Like some just random 89 rated fucking player does not improve our squads. Honestly, Suarez is great. I think I'd try to start him, but I'm not sure he's a huge upgrade over anyone I play. Right. Yeah. I think Suarez, like what that would actually entice me to do, like, let's say I got him untradeable in, into my team. What it actually would mean is that i have to now complete another icon sbc so that i can block him in somehow and like not have to worry about it like that's like what it well i mean there's a there's enough madrid atletico madrid players out there that are i mean i don't i don't even remember maybe we haven't talked about did you do griezmann flashback griezmann i did not no yeah i didn't either um but so he would be an option but lorente has a few elite cards out there the jal felix uh, adidas card is elite there's some good madrid cards out there that you could kind of make it all work if you ever pack soros we can talk about that if the time comes but yeah i'm, I'm kind of with you um but then you know just taking the swing i mean this ronaldo card is somewhat worth it just to take get your best shot at getting him because that's an in-game card uh, truly i think that's an in-game card where no matter what happens to the team in the season, he will be that good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, last I checked, he was more expensive than the team of the year card. And I imagine he's, the rest of the year, they'll probably be relatively close. Like they're both incredible. And so I'm sure they'll both be very expensive for the whole cycle. Yeah, the different, actually, I'm looking at both now. The PlayStation difference, they're minuscule difference for the team of the season or team of the year on Xbox is actually significantly more expensive than this foot birthday for some reason, like legitimately like 10, 12% more expensive for some reason. I mean, that, they're both, they're both elite cards. Like it's just, if you can have either one of those cards, they're just amazing. But all right, let's transition. Andrew, let's trans- 
You you talked about weekend league. I talked about weekend league. I feel like Ugh. we need to talk about it. How was gameplay? How was the experience? I mean, you had two weeks off basically. How was coming back, jumping into it? Give us the lowdown. So, so I jumped in softly when I got back. So I completed some of the icon swaps on squad battles. Oh, I first completed the online swaps, which were super easy. They took, you know, I I think I love the way everyone plays icon swaps online games because they take me literally 30 to 45 minutes to complete one set. It's glorious. You just, you know, everyone, you score a goal, everyone quits out, super easy. People play aggressive. So if you're, the way I play is like, I kind of play slow and methodical and people are like running at you full speed and you just kind of like pass the ball around them and get some easy goals. I love that. So I did that kind of first. Then I did some squad battles. Then I qualified for the playoffs. All this was fine. Gameplay, even in the playoffs, online gameplay was fine. Then Friday, I started trying to play Weekend League. And again, as you said, I haven't played, I haven't played Weekend League in more than a month. Holy fuck. The gameplay and the way people are playing is so atrocious right now. I I truly do not have words to describe how horrible I thought it was. And I tried all three days. So today, yesterday, and Friday, I tried both old gen and new gen. And it, it was a goddamn atrocity. Like, I, I just, it was miserable. It was truly miserable to play. Oh, now no. I actually, I, I mean that I don't, I just don't even know how to play it, like describe it other than that. And I didn't even do that poorly before I like gave away the rest of my games, but I was, it was like six and three, six and four. And I was just like, I'm not having, I'm like miserable, like not even not having fun. I'm like miserable. Like this is just so sweaty and terrible and just people are mashing buttons against me. I, I'm just, I'm at a loss for words, so I don't I don't even know how to continue on that. So, what what, what is your experience? You said you played Weekend League too. Like, what yeah. was your experience coming back? Well, I also so mentioned you know came back from a couple of weeks off, eased my way in through doing Silver Lounge, which may have made me worse because it's like I don't even understand like how Silver Lounge. I don't really know how you win, how you lose. It just feels like. 15 minutes of fun running around and it really does kind of feel like mashing buttons because it's like, I truly don't know like the best way to score with those cards. Um, certainly I think long range finesses are like the probably most go-to way to score because the goalkeepers are so bad. They can't save them. So little tip for anyone that's, you know, trying to squeeze out any of those last cards that might still be available. That's a, a, a surefire way to attack it. Uh, but yeah, or just, so, or just playing in silver stars in general, right? Like silver stars week to week, still going to have shitty goalkeepers. Yeah, totally. Cause there's no special goalkeeper yet. And anyway, jumping into weekend league was like a whole, like, it was like a wake up call for real. Like it was just like, Oh, this is like real serious. And I felt very out of practice. I think it had maybe been also around a month since I'd played weekend league and, or at least tried to. And yeah, I lost my first two games, and one of those two, I lost 7-0, and 
I was truly trying like the whole time. And the guy was like L tornado back healing passes around. Like he was just like having fun with me. And it was just like, I was kind of just staying in the game. So I was like, I want to see what else this person is like able to actually do. Like, it was just like yeah, a real grounding experience of like how truly bad at this game I am and how good some people can be. And to be honest, it was like kind of fun to just like see like how good someone actually could be. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And he was an insane player. And then I went to like my third game and it was like loading screen comes up and it's like, oh, the guy has like gold Salah, gold KDB. And I was like, all right, like that's not a great team. And before kickoff pause, he quits. And I was like, oh, that's enough. Go into the next game and loading screen. I forget his team, but it like, you know, didn't look bad pause the guy quits and I was like what is going on and I messaged the guy like hey what like why'd you quit and he's like oh your team's too good and I was like oh like I'm 0-2 and and just lost my last game seven to zero that's funny and it's just like oh like this is kind of like I hadn't seen this behavior like a month ago last time I played like that didn't really happen that much and you know we've talked a lot about like gifting people wins that certainly had been a thing this is on friday night like i don't expect anyone to be gifting me a win on on fridays like people are just starting their weekend league everyone's trying but it was like oh people are just quitting out so over the course of my full 20 games i actually had five different times where people quit at the loading screen i didn't get gifted any wins honestly don't even care about that but i couldn't believe that five games where just after seeing my team, people quit. And my team's good, but I don't think it's like scary good. Like I have Baby Cruyff, my best player by far. And yeah, he's he's good. But like a lot of people have Golden Bappe. And I think that's maybe slightly a better card or just as good as Baby Cruyff. Like I, I don't think there's any reason for people to be afraid of that one player. And I have zero team of the years. Like I've got the, the Varan SBC is probably my second best card. And then everything else is winner wild cards are, are worse. So I don't know I, that did that happen to you at all? Yeah, it did. So I, I had three of those games where literally either at the load, like loading screen or at kickoff or something, which is even actually stranger. They'd like kick off and then kick the ball out of bounds and then quit. And it's just like, well, you can just quit earlier than that. But so that happened to me a couple times. I have a really good team. I have a couple of, we know my team. So I have a couple of team of the years. I have Eusebio, like mid Eusebio now, but it was actually, that's basically the type of team I came up against almost every time too. So it's not like it felt like that special. I I, I think the number one reason that happens is because EA doesn't give you wins. I think, we just, we've talked about it numerous times. So I think we should talk, we probably should lead off every show talking about the fact that EA encourages shitty behavior by the way they treat the game. And the number one thing is the fact you can quit in a tie game and your opponent does not get a win. You were forfeiting your match and your opponent doesn't get a win. Yeah. And EA has clearly made a decision that that's okay because the, you know, the person quitting gets the loss. And so just like, fuck you, EA. Like, honestly, you are encouraging that. And I don't, I don't know how other, how else to think about how EA is viewing that 
other than like other than they think that is a reasonable reaction to seeing a team that's better than you is to quit at zero zero and make that person have to play an extra game. Yeah, totally. And it's it's an interesting psychology where like someone is gonna be psyched out just before we even like played the game at all, because I am like not very good at FIFA 22. Like this is probably the worst FIFA for me personally in the last three or four years. Like I'm just not good at this game. And I'm sure a lot of these guys would have beaten me if they'd have actually played. And, you know, that's on them just to, to get intimidated. And I'm still one of those guys that gets more scared of like a gold team than I do against the God squad. And uh, so I think that's just weird behavior. I think there's also like, you're right, like for sure EA encourages some of this behavior because they know that or the, the player knows that, you know, we don't get the win. And even though they get the loss, like they know they're screwing me a little bit by not giving me any kind of benefit. But like they are still progressing. Like if they're like a guy that's like happy to get five or eight wins and like they need to get through 20 and they don't have all the time, that's also like their path of least resistance to just like go fast. And I try to just play golden goal where it's like, oh, if my opponent scores first, like I just quit. Like that helps me race through my 20 games like way, way faster. But if you just quit out, like I get that's an even faster way to make that happen than me. It's just certainly less, less friendly. Well, so there's, I mean, there's a couple of things there. One, there's no chance you can win if that happens. But also, I mean, we're I'm going back to what I used to talk about every week is MLB or NHL. We can talk about NHL too. Like every other game, basically every other fucking game. If you quit, you you get a loss, of course, same as FIFA. But then your opponent gets the win and it doesn't hurt your feelings. So in MLB, when this would happen to me, it happens to me all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, great. I have an elite squad. You have a shit squad. It's a mismatch. Quit. That's fine. You don't want to waste the time. I don't want to waste the time. No harm, no foul. I will take my free win from your forfeit. And it changes. It just totally changes the mentality of the entire thing because it's like my team is so scary to you that you just want to run away. Cool. Do yeah. not. If I get the win, don't care. If yeah. you are wasting my time and then, oh God, it's just well, so right. Because I still think it would, I still think a lot of people would still quit yes. on seeing my team, even if they knew that I got the win. Like they'd just be like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, probably, just, like, you know, some of these, whatever, people just want to have fun, chill. They don't want to sweat it out. Like, that's cool. Like, there's nothing that says just because EA matched you against me, you have to play me. If you're not into it, that's fine. Like, I actually would quit some of those games if this was the case. Like if I could just like quit and you would get the win and I would get the loss and we just move on, I would immediately quit to kickoff when I, I face, I, I, I faced one team this weekend league that had, I think it was nine team of the years, Kim Beppe and an icon. I was like, I don't even want to play you because you're probably bad, you have gold Kimbepe, which means you're a sweaty motherfucker. And like, you're just, you're just going to be miserable playing against, right? Like, you're just going to be miserable with your PSG death triangle and all like, you have nothing but PSG players and all kinds of other misery. And so it's like, I don't want to play against you. Happily would just give you the win. Yeah. So I, I think that would also, I don't know, man, it's just, that's annoying. Yeah. 
yeah. So I, I want to circle back to something else you said though. Before um, you said you're not good at this game. I don't think I am either, and I think I'm getting worse, especially since coming back. It feels like there's a few meta-y type bullshitty things that have changed. I am just at a loss, and I just kind of want to. I mean, we have this forum, so I kind of want to talk about it. The first thing is, it feels like this i think is probably like a laggy type gameplay bullshit thing but it feels like my opponents are doing something where their players are shot out of a cannon like it i don't i don't know what the new tactics are and stuff it seemed like a lot of people were playing 4231 or 4-1-2-1-2. and their their players were just like exploding where mine were all kind of flat-footed on both ways like my players weren't getting forward they weren't really moving back they were just kind of like trotting along and my opponent was just, just exploding is the only way to put it like they're just like flying back to the ball they're flying forward and i don't i don't know if i missed like there's some youtube video or some tactics or some shit that came out that said like hey this is the way to make that happen but it certainly seemed to happen to me so many times this weekend league that i felt like i missed something yeah so i think there have been a few tactical things that have been talked about a bit recently uh 41212 narrow has like the diamond i think steve stokes has done a thing on it either through his foot academy or, or somewhere and a lot of people are really raving about that play style so that has kind of come about uh jace is 3412 on foot weekly pod he's talked about uh that has been like a hyper aggressive kind of four one two and two narrow uh, counter kind of formation, and you know, in, in Jape's fashion, it's like super high depth and super aggressive. And that's kind of how I always played. Like right, I, like I know the Jape's style. one because like yeah. that's that's like I saw Jape's come out with that. I was like, oh, this is like, like within like five percent right? <laughs> of my formation that I created myself. Um, so for some reason that has, I, I probably just need to actually look at exactly what Japes is doing yeah, because he I, probably has looked at it better than I have. And he hasn't been streaming nearly as much this year, but I've watched him in the past and like, he just sees passes that I don't like, he's just a better player than me. And I can't play the same way he does. I'm much more slower possession based type of player. And so actually the other formation that you're talking about is like four, two, three, one, I think like the pro scene has a lot of four, two, three, one, four, triple two. And it's more of this possession based type of thing. It's a little bit slower. And that is like more of what I try to replicate, but I just think I'm not good enough. And I really struggle in like the final third of like making the right left stick dribble or the right touch to like get the open space. And I somehow still end up in so many games where I have like 7.2 XG and I against an opponent with 0.7 and we're at a one, one draw in the 90th minute. And it's just like, I, uh, I have a lot of similar, (laughs) I have a lot of the similar stuff. I don't get a 7.1 or whatever XG. I mean, quite honestly, I mean, I'm surprised you're not here too. Like Eusebio actually breaks a little bit of that. Like I think I scored in, I don't know if the 10 weekend league games I played, I probably scored 30 goals or something. And I think you scored 20 of them. Like there were most, I had multiple four or three or four goal games from you like legitimately like uh, probably four games like that. So he kind of breaks the game for me a little bit, but other than that, I struggle like crazy. The, 
the other thing I've noticed a lot is people seem to be skilling the shit out of me. And I can't tell what it's not exactly skills. I know is one of the weird things. It seems like they're doing weird shit on the ball. And as best I can tell, it is some type of suggestion to try to break the game. Like, I don't even know a better way to say that. It just feels like they have heard this game is so broken and uh, shitty. They're like, hey, spam skills, spam these couple of random, I, I don't even know what it is. It's not left stick dribbling. It might, I guess it's agile dribbling or something. And like spam that so many times or spam these random skill moves that no one ever used before so many times and eventually you will like nutmeg your opponent or the game will just like fucking shit all over your opponent so much that you will just like kind of evaporate through and get an easy goal and i sold that so many times this weekend that i like it's just another thing i'm like oh i guess i missed this over the last couple of weeks because this is clearly what everyone's trying to do yeah totally and I would say, so I didn't really talk about like my actual like record. You you mentioned your, you did, you started off pretty good at like six and three. I was five and seven. Like I was like really yeah. like I was just like you know negative elo and suffering. And you know at, at five and seven, I kind of just got to the point where it's like I don't feel like I'm having fun. Like I kind of just want to be done. And so I threw in the silver team and I tried to just play out like I would start kickoff and see if my opponent was like going to give me a free win or not like you know because i mm-hmm. wanted to have that silver team in i mentioned no one gave away a free win and so i would immediately just turn around like once i realized oh they're playing defense kick it back to the goalkeeper own goal and out so i only really played uh those first 12 games and i ended up quitting the last eight because i, I just was done and you know week way out but i i just i didn't have it in me this weekend and but during a lot of those seven games that I lost, same thing, like player of the month, Vinicius Jr. are players in that mold that are kind of like Neymar-esque. Royce, They're I saw Royce so much. Yeah, mid Royce so everywhere. goddamn much. Yeah. Um, uh, Butcher Guenio got me a couple of times. Like there's a lot of those, those players like that out there now. And yeah, people that I think set up in like a 4-2-3-1 when they have those three cams, they just have all those options to just keep dancing around back and forth. And you and I both are very heavily manual defending and it's super fun and super rewarding when it works. But when someone is putting you under that stress over and over and over and over, it's inevitable that you're going to make a wrong player switch at some point where like you're trying to get it like your right center back, but it throws you to the full back. And then you're like, you're just a step behind because you're scrambling a little to like switch back and get to the right right place and those guys that are good at those moves with those cams that are just dancing around it's you're eventually going to concede and it's so frustrating so here's the the frustrating thing for me is like the bad switching i actually i mean it's annoying but to me it's like that's part of the game or just like something that maybe doesn't piss me off as much or it's just like one of those things where you're like oh i was trying to switch to this guy and didn't switch this guy and it's like oh but it doesn't like actually upset me or like whatever trigger me, I guess. To, to me, the ones are where like, I feel like I'm properly defending. They're like doing some weird jitterbug shit and the ball just like, I'm just like, I, I, how am I supposed to defend this? Like I did everything properly. I didn't like, 
I didn't press tackle like inaccurately or anything like that. I wasn't trying to like lunge for you. It was just like, I was staying in front of you and you did some weird fucking voodoo shit and got around me. And it's, it's kind of two things. One, I don't know how to do that to people. That <laughs> right. That's actually maybe the, I want to know how to do, like, I don't know what these people are doing to me, but they're doing it to me all the time. Yeah. And two, it's just like annoying that it's like a part of the game. But I think at this point, we just have to accept that FIFA 22 is a really, 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 really bad game. And just have to accept that. Like, it's just. Yeah. It, it's so funny. Like we have, what such it a, is. we have such a similar experience and like, I don't know how to do that either, but I'm also like, what's different this year for me compared to past years i have zero interest in learning how to do it and i think in past fifa like last year and year before like i was watching all of these youtube videos certainly by this time last year like i was always trying to get better and there's something about this game that like just isn't working for me that i don't fully understand and i'm just like way worse at it and I think I'm kind of just like accepting of that. And I just want to transition of like, I think I'm kind of at the point with FIFA 22 where it's like the super competitive stuff of like foot champs and trying to get like the most number of wins that I can for the highest number of rewards. I just don't think I have that in me this year. And I don't, maybe it's like coming off the pandemic where it was like, oh, I felt like I had all this time to play like in FIFA 20, FIFA 21. Now it's like, as things are lifting, it's like, I just feel like dedicating a little bit less time. Like that may be a part of it. Maybe it's just the actual game. Maybe it's the change to the new consoles coming out. Like who knows? There's so many factors at play, but I feel like I'm trying to just transition myself back to like, what are the things that I can do to just have fun? And like, that's kind of where I see myself trying to go for the rest of the year. No, I'm, I'm mostly with you. I think I just want to like, it's kind of twofold for me. I want to know what these people are doing so I can stop it for what, for like, to me, that's like a bigger part of it than actually like doing it myself all the time. Or we're like just spamming the shit. I was like, what are these people doing? And then once I know like what buttons they're pressing or whatever, I can try to figure it out. And if they're not pressing buttons and that maybe tells me something else. And then, and then also like, I, I do feel like, it must be the Steve Stokes or one of these other super popular foot coaches who is not John foot coaching um, who, and I say it that way because there's a lot of those coaches out there. Most of them are British who are out there and their whole goal is to win, which is makes some sense, right? Like yeah, the whole it, point is winning. I think these a lot guys of are trying to break that. <laughs> the, these fuckers are trying to break the game. And all their entire goal is to break the game and their formations, their suggestions is all about breaking the game. And so I've noticed a lot of this and it's this, the diamond especially seems like everyone, but your two strikers are dropping back like a mile into the goal. And so it's just like, how do you break that down? And it seems like people are thinking some type of bullshitty, like spamming skill moves is the way to break down. So I'd at least like, I would like the ability to do that. You know, the kind of FIFA 19 locker ketting people who are trying to otherwise sit back on you and she's like, oh, well, now I have a counter to your bullshit would be nice to have. But I'm also with you. 
of like I just I'm not I'm never going I'm I'm never going to be the person who goes for like oh let me try to go 20 and 0 or 17 and 3 or in weekend league or whatever like that's just I'm not that good and I am aware of that and I just want to have fun and so I don't I don't know this is we're somewhat lost it's like two o'clock in the morning where I am uh, so I'm like a little bit like sorry sorry everyone for being a little less sharp than I feel like I am usually you know just five percent less sharp because you know I'm always a little a little dull when we come into these recordings but I don't know I just overall and this is the last thing that's on our agenda I I want FIFA to be fun so how do we how do we make it fun and maybe that maybe it's an open question for listeners and discord and twitter and everything of like people to give us suggestions of how to make it fun but I besides playing less and caring less I don't have a lot of good suggestions for this FIFA because I think it's like I think it went from a game what was it six months ago four months ago that I came on here I was like I'm having a lot of fun to now I'm just like they have patched this thing to hell or the people there's so few people on the game or whatever's happened I, I don't have fun anymore with FIFA yeah and I think this weekend taught me with my main team I think is the goal of like trying to play super competitively I don't think is fun and so I think I'm done playing with that team in rivals and weekend league for for a while like I may come back to it like tots post tots at some point just to try out some new players but I think where the current structure of the team is like without putting new players in the squad just to like have fun with with that variety yeah. I don't think I'm I'm gonna run out I'm not gonna run the same players out in in that team and I only have 400k which I can't buy any player for 400k that makes that team better uh and so I'm I'm just gonna walk away and go to the second account where I only have 100k but like I'm starting the whatever the 88 scrinny are at center back. Like, it's like, there are so many cards that would make that team better because top to bottom, it's, it's pretty shit other than Mkhitaryan and Dina Tale, who I mentioned, but like, I still have the first informed Barella in that team and a lot of other, you know, pretty just average cards and there's more room for improvement. So that makes it a little fun. I'm in like deep six on that account. So rivals might still be a little fun. Like that I'm going to try to give it out. Like that might give me a week or two, but I think the other answer for me has to just be squad variety. Like I think I'm yeah. at the point where it's like, I might try some of the theme stuff. We got some MLS squad foundations that came out, which offers some new American players uh, I'm pretty close to getting the level 30, uh, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, Josie Zardes. 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 And, uh, sorry, not Josie. I just said Josie Altador, but, uh, whatever Zardes' first name is, I forget now. Uh, but I'm getting close to like a legit American squad now. And so that might be yeah. fun. Like, I'm just going to like try to just mix it up, but I don't, I don't even know where that's going to take me. Like, you know, what mode am I going to play that in? Like it's, it's gotta be rivals or weekend league. And then you get back into the same thing where it's like everyone else is just playing to win and super competitive. So that all feels pretty short lived. You mentioned earlier that icon swaps was super fun where it's like people are playing golden goal. I totally agree. Like that stuff. I love silver. The silver lounge last week was really fun. 
I think objectives might be my first priority every week. And maybe that's all I end up doing is like, you know, what do they put out for the objectives? And I may just take the rest of FIBA 22 and, and go that route and just not play weekend league and rivals anymore. Like, I don't know, we'll see. But I think just trying to make the best squad possible and going into weekend league and getting the most wins possible is something I've been trying to do for the last like four years. And I think I've just kind of hit a wall and I think I'm, I'm done trying for this cycle of, of FIFA 22. It just doesn't feel worth it. And I just don't understand the game and I'm just not good at it. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to stop. I'm, I'm with you. I think that's a, good way to treat it I, I i mean i just i just don't have any answers for this game like i i honestly i played some games today where i i, I truly was just like looking at my controller and just being like I, I i don't even know what to do like i i don't understand what's happening to me i don't understand what my players are doing i don't think the inputs are like reflect like I don't feel like what's happening on my screen is reflected by what I'm pressing. Like, it's just like such a disaster that I just can't treat this like a competitive game. So I have to find some, some answers of other things to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, you, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you of it, it, certainly for the next month, basically until Tots is here, I'm not going to play this game competitively at all. I don't think maybe I will try to play some rivals or something because I want to get the icon swaps done, you know, so things like that. So there's like maybe some things I want to get completed by the end of, um, I don't know, just yeah. until tots, but generally, yeah, playing this game competitively just does not seem, just does not seem rewarding at all. Yeah. And I believe people, like I mentioned a game where I got my ass kicked seven zero by a guy who was insanely good. I believe people can get much, much better than me and there are paths and ways to do it. I just don't think this game is worth that level of effort to like try to yeah. get better from, from where I am, at least in, in my situation with how much time I'm willing to give to it. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see where this pod goes from here because we're both kind of like meh on the competitive side of things. And but I think we love. I I I'd say we both love this podcast. We like love. I mean, I'm speaking for you, but I'm pretty confident. Like you love this part of it of every week, and you love like the community we've built and all that stuff. And it's for me at least, it's a much better part of FIFA than the game itself is talking to you every week and talking to our friends on the Discord and all that stuff. Because yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's also to helpful you- just it's just also helpful to have people be like, you're not crazy. Like what you're experiencing is also what I'm experiencing is I have all of you listening. Like I have anytime you were just like complaining and stuff, I hear you and I'm with you and it, it makes me feel better. And I will happily, like, I hope me complaining and stuff makes you feel better and feel heard because like the things you're experiencing in this game are real like it is it is not in your head that this is like some some nonsense shit that happens all the time and you know 90th minute goals and 
Yeah. You, know, you give up three. You have 20 shots and your opponent has three shots and somehow you lose three to two in the 96th minute of a 92 minute game and all kinds of shit like that. So I don't know, but I'm, yeah. I'm also with you. Like who knows, who knows what we're going to talk about next week or in two weeks. Yeah. But you're right. I think the, the sanity check of one, this semi-weekly check-in, but two, also for sure, the discord has been fantastic. You know, shout out to, to Kevin and Adam and Black Eagle who have definitely, you know, been forthcoming. Like, they're all much better players than me. Like, I think they're all in elite division. They much, much better players than me, but they share clips. Like, they vent about their experiences. And, you know, these guys are going, you know, 14 plus wins every weekend league. And, still have some of the most atrocious things happen to them. And it certainly makes me feel a little bit better knowing that I'm not alone in, in that. And, you know, there are still ways that I can improve. They've certainly helped me get better over the course of the year, but it's just, it's fun to have that community. I think that's probably the highlight for me of this entire FIFA cycle. And with that, uh, Andrew, I wanted to, to mention to you, Happy anniversary. Uh, this is our one year anniversary since launching this podcast. Uh, Whoa. So Whoa. Um, get That's yourself, so cool. I think one year anniversaries are a paper gift, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, get yourself a eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and hug it on your pillow tonight uh, and pretend it's from me. <laughs> nice. Uh, before we go, uh, some more shout outs since you just listed a few people on our discord, we have a lot of others who are active and stuff. So Martin, Bobby, Chili Bo, um, let's see who else. Am oh, I shout out to Pre- Precise Dom on his prime. Dom. Hullet. Yes. God damn. He got Hullet, Messi and prime Mateus all in the last like four days. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, some other last people I'm thinking of Jordan, Nick, um i don't know all your names i am badger i don't even know your name kobe kobe shack obviously shack you're obviously sleek there's there's a there's a ton of people i have all you people who are in our discord we love you i'm not gonna list all your names now but we love you all ask some questions and stuff too we'll answer them because we're bored but it's also fun for us so you know just you guys make fifa a little bit better so we appreciate that all right so andrew i know it's late I know you're drunk. I know you're tired. Uh, if people want to send you drunk messages, where can they find you? You know, I think I did pretty good for being like eight or nine drinks deep for this podcast. So if I didn't do good, you can certainly let me know. But I, I feel pretty good about my performance here. So uh, I am at foot underscore AST on Twitter and Twitch. I actually streamed most of my weekend league until I gave up on it this weekend. What about you, Tyler? Uh, you can find me at Pace of a Tortoise. I haven't streamed in ages, but I am on Twitch at Pace of a Tortoise 2. Uh, because somehow I lost my first account (laughs) and you can find this show on Twitter at foot underscore F I X. And with that, this has been your not weekly hit of the foot fix.